Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill the order of hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Go. Go. All right, doom scroll. All right, so a lot of talk today about uh, four-day work week. There was a study in the UK. I've heard them talking about this for a while that we could be more productive. And I saw someone debating it on, I don't know, one of the news channels last night about whether or not it's possible to be more productive if you only work four days a week instead of five. The argument I heard was that for a lot of people that work in offices, which we've talked about, you know, how much work do you actually do in a week if you work? behind the desk 40 hours a week, how much work is actually getting done around you if we were to walk around the building right now and ask everyone who's sitting behind a computer. But they said the people who work like on a line making cars, sticking bumpers on cars or whatever, that it's hard to argue that the productivity wouldn't go down if they took three days off instead of two. Okay, okay that's fair enough. Well, but this study comes out and they said that uh, – for at least in the UK, this uh, seemed to not impact productivity too much, and it severely or extremely rather uh, improved people's mood and their lack of uh, uh-huh. burnout, which I think just seems kind of obvious. A new article in the Wall Street Journal brought to our attention a study conducted by Four Day Week Global, a UK based think tank. In one of the largest trials of a four-day work week, 61 U.K. businesses gave their workers an extra paid day off, meaning their weekend was Friday through Sunday. And so far, the results have been pretty staggering. 62% of workers who participated say it provided them with a better social life, and 71% felt it lowered burnout. Well, that makes sense. Okay, now there's different ways that they can structure this. The companies um, could give you an extra day off a week, so you go, you know, uh, Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. or they can reduce your working hours in a day, so that you end up working uh, about thirty-two hours a week. So you'd still be there five days. You just work a couple uh, fewer hours, it's right? In a day, uh, right? That's what I'm thinking. It, to me, if you're talking about burnout, giving someone a couple extra hours. Right. I mean, and it's good, not, but, yeah, but you're not it's really, not the same. It's not the same because are you really going to get those couple extra hours? Right. Like, oh, on these days you're going to work 9 to 3 instead of 9 to 5. But you're like, well, do we really I, I, I always check out exactly when we're supposed to? Didn't get out till 4.30. And also, having a three-day weekend consistently would change the things that you're able to do, I'm guessing. Sure. For a lot of people, like, hey. You know, two days isn't really enough time to drive to wherever. Maybe we do that now. Maybe we go somewhere for the weekend. Also, uh, 
productivity doesn't seem to be an issue in the United States over the last however many years this thing said. Our productivity has continued to go up and up and up, and uh, you know our GDP is still the highest in the world. The issue has been that salaries haven't gone up. So you know there is more money being generated. Work is still getting done, and because of technology, you're able to check your emails at night and work yeah. basically 24 I mean, hours a day. Yeah, more. Yeah, there, more work is getting done. More money, more wealth is being uh, generated. It's just uh, you know it's only going to a few people, and and to me that's more the issue is not whether or not we're being productive. We know you you keep telling us that we're productive and that. The money's there. The issue is that it's just going to fewer and fewer people. Right. I think I would rather see that get addressed than the three-day. But, hey, three-day weekend would be great, too. I mean, because there's obviously value in your time. They're not making more of it. You know, it's it's a finite resource. And so to get an extra day a week, that's a lot of extra time off. That's that's a game changer. I agree. I, I mean, the uh, the thought of you know before there were weekends they always say the unions gave us weekends and I don't know anything about yeah. history I suppose that's probably true week. and the forty hour work week and anything mm-hmm. over that is overtime and in other countries they still have some pretty strong unions and they're doing still doing things like you know the ser- email servers have to be turned off at five p.m. or yeah. you have to pay them overtime and things like that but it's hard to imagine the idea of you know without some sort of structure just the the seven day work week which is what it would be you just work seven days a week. I don't think your company would, out of the goodness of their heart, just say, go ahead and take a couple of days each week. That wouldn't happen. No. And three days a week, that's that's a big difference. I mean, that I feel like that would be life-changing. Now, for someone like me, it also could just be a reminder that, man, I sit and watch a lot of TV, and now what? I'm doing it for an extra day. But so what? You know, maybe I get motivated. I'm well, like, I don't oh. think they should, you know. If you want to come to work, come to work. Sure. I know people who like to go to work. I that's not a big deal. Yeah. I know people who always volunteer but for you know, overtime. But, you know, I just, you know, but, once you make that rule, if you can come to work, then we're just going to hire the that's people true. who actually come to work. Like, you're yeah. open enough. You know, yeah. you have to be like, nah, you can't come in. You have to pay them overtime, yeah, But I, I want to come in. And they're like, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, there's because always Because then I just hire job. everybody who loves working five days a week. Right. They're like, why are you only hiring? Right. <laughs> because I'm not an idiot. Right. And plenty of people who work retail and service industry and those things don't get even the two days consistently off a week. So I know this is based on people who are already working a a 40-hour work week. But, I mean, I remember people uh, when I was a kid, I had friends whose parents worked for companies where they said, okay, you know, if you work extra hours uh, a day, then uh, we'll give you Friday off. And it's like, I I think it might have been every Friday, but I I think it was like every other Friday you get Friday off. But, God, it seemed like they worked such long hours. And I was like, all this so that they can get a Friday off. Like, they've been working there for 30 years. How about you just give them the Friday right. off? If they said that it was going to absolutely destroy the, you know, the economy and hurt the GDP and all those things, then I understand. But if they do these studies well, and they like say Well, I do like what our company and, went to, which is, you know, we would have a set week's amount, depending on your contract or how long you worked here. Yeah. And now they just said, hey, you asked for it, and as long as it's cool, you got it. Yep. Which just, I do like that. It's like some sort of flexible vacation thing. Like, yeah, if you want it. And your department head approves it, then you're good. Yep. I'm like, well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. And I, I mean, like that idea. There are obviously com- companies that are better to work for than others sure. out there. So, but and that's why we need the rules for the people who work for the companies that right. aren't so friendly. I don't know, three day work or three day weekend. I'm all for it. Don't the French do it? You always hear people say that too. I don't know if that's true either. I don't know. They always say the French only work four days a week. Oh, I don't know. It seems like they're pretty happy. I don't. Know. It seems like they're doing all right. Uh, the Home Depot, speaking of jobs, they raised their minimum wage because they're, uh, I guess, uh, having a hard time getting people to come in. 
So they raised their starting wage to $15 an hour, which I, I don't know. If you ask me, what do you, what do you think the minimum is at Home Depot that they pay people? I would have guessed that it was already at $15. I don't know. So Home Depot announced it's raising its average hourly wage to $15 an hour. It's part of the retailer's $1 billion investment to support its frontline workers. The increase goes into effect this month for workers in the U.S. and Canada. All right. Well, so there you go. I guess we're not going to do anything about the minimum wage. That's been talked about for 15 years now, and nothing's ever really come of that. So I guess we're just sort of done with the minimum wage. So I kind of tried to do the math, but I'm not good at it. Is that, what, thirty grand? I think, it, yeah, before taxes, right? Yeah, so it'd be yeah. Thir- thir- thirty grand. Thirty grand. If you, but if everybody you work, gets paid before taxes, right? Yeah, if you yeah. work forty hours a week, right? Yeah. Is it fifteen dollars? I think fifteen dollars is yeah, thirty. Thirty, a, a little, little bit more. Yeah, which is crazy too. Now, just because as I get older, of course, things change as you get older, and your perceptions don't really keep up with the times. But when you think about, you know, when I was a kid, uh, even like in high school, fifteen dollars was good money. Yeah. You know, uh, now. Thirty grand. If you're on a single income, you're making thirty grand. It's gonna be real hard to pay rent just about anywhere. Yeah. And uh, you know, I heard this thing like Portugal and a couple other countries have gotten rid of Airbnbs. This had never crossed my mind, but they say that Airbnb um, and whatever the other one is, uh, VRBO, um, is contributing to the housing shortage that that we're experiencing because people are turning their homes into businesses, you know, into investments. So, and then a lot of companies are buying up property and saying, Hey, we're going to buy 10 houses, 20 houses, and they rent them out. So they say that some of these countries at least think that it's caused the, um, you know, younger people to be kind of cornered out of being able to buy a house. The average age for a first time home buyer keeps going up. I heard that now, I think I heard the other day that it's up to 36 now, but maybe it was 34. But whatever, it wasn't that long ago they said it was like 28. And I was just thinking, I wonder how old my parents were when they bought the first house. I think my dad was, I think he was like 29 or 30 when he well, bought it. My dad his. was young. My dad owned a house before he married my mom. So did my dad. That's yeah. why I'm saying I think, because I think he got married when he was like 31. So, But I know he already had that house. So I think he bought it somewhere around somewhere around 30. Um and I'm, I'm always crazy about that. You hear someone say, like, oh, my parents bought this place for $70,000 in 1984. Whatever. I'm like, Jesus, mm-hmm. really? But that's not – I mean, that is a long time ago, but it's also not that long ago. And it's just crazy how much, you know, that, yeah. that changes. And what that's why $30,000 sounds a lot different to me probably than it does to someone who's 19 right now out right. there looking for work. I'm not saying it sounds like a lot, by the way, but I'm guessing it sounds like even less to someone who's out yeah. there looking at rental prices. In my mind, I think, well, just do what I did. You know, just go rent a crappy apartment in a bad part of town for 500 bucks a month. But I've got people telling me you can't do that. I'm like, maybe you can't. I don't know. When's the last time I tried to rent a crappy apartment in a bad part of town? It was almost 20 years ago now. Right. So I don't know what what you need to make now. I'm curious what that is as a single income, how much you'd have to make before taxes uh, to be able to afford that crappy one bedroom and, and, and pay your bills on time, you know, and have a car. Make even if it's a, a kind of crappy car. I mean, if you do that thirty thousand dollars, you know that's but you know I don't know twenty four hundred bucks a month. So you know you got man, it's going to be tough. Thousand dollar rent, maybe you know you right. might be able. I mean, I feel like you know I would always say like if I can pay my rent with one paycheck, right, then I'll be okay. Right. So that means yeah. it's got to be under twelve hundred. Yep. And in my mind, I'm like those places. And by the are- way, that's not like you know. Uh, 
That's surviving. That's just surviving. You know, That's when I was doing radio life. for no yes. money, that was like, all right, I got to be able, what can my rent be? It's got to be, I got to be able to cover it with one paycheck. Yep. And now I, that said, you know, everything else is more expensive too. So Right, everything. You know, so that counts on the back end of that. But, you know, you probably got a shot at that. Right. I don't know. I have I mean, that's recently. surviving, by the way. But I don't know if you can find what you can find for 1200 I don't either. I know that uh, Brooks Sisters have looked at places, you know, had to rent and looked recently. And I've heard them talk about prices. And I'm like, that can't be right. But then I catch myself like, what do I know? Right. I'm now that 40-year-old guy like, no, you don't need to. Sounds to me like you're looking for a castle. You, mm-hmm. you don't need to live there. Right. Because when we moved to or when I moved to Seattle, that was 2006. And I remember the rent on that one bedroom was $1,500. And I thought, this is insanity. Uh, $1,500 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. And I think now in Kansas City, we're, we're, we're there and past that even. Right. I'm guessing that a one-bedroom downtown probably starts around 1500 here. Yeah, so I, I can't imagine. even imagine what it is uh, in a city like Seattle now. I have no idea. Also, generally speaking, you do make a little bit more money there because they know, hopefully, but not always. You don't always make more money. If you're working for a company that's a national chain or whatever, that starting hourly pay might be the same starting, you know, Home Depot might be paying the same $15 there that they pay here. I don't, I don't know if they up it because like, oh, it's more expensive. A lot of places they do. I mean, but not enough. Right. Not enough. Uh, Brittany Spears is back on Instagram, but she wants you to just do one thing. And that is please don't call the police. She posted some stuff on Tuesday. Uh, She's showing off some new dresses and people say they're concerned about her because she sounds funny, and she's speaking with an accent. I don't know. Do we really need to launch an investigation? Okay, so last week, guys, I made a dress. It's really proud. A girlfriend helped me sew it. They sent me a dress I didn't have to make myself. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm just saying. Okay, now I'm so proud. I didn't even have to make it myself. Thank you, company, for sending me this dress. So, guys, I just want you to know, if I shut down my Instagram, do not call the cops. Don't ever be a roller coaster. Okay. Yeah. Never be a roller coaster. Seems fine to me. I don't know what everyone's so worried about. <laughs> None of my business. I'm not calling the cops. You just delete Instagram or don't delete it, Brittany. You do whatever you want. Yeah. You're free now. That, that's what everyone was fighting for, Brittany's freedom, right? right? Her emancipation while well, she's got it now. Right. So if she wants to speak in a... Yeah, what is that Australian, South African? Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of I liked British. It. I thought it sounded, sounded pretty good. good. She should... I feel like she could do acting, right? Yeah. It seems like it. She seemed fine so to me. We all vote here. She's fine. Well, I mean, you know, I, it, how about this? <laughs> I've seen worse Instagrams. Yes, that's fair. And I didn't <laughs> call the police fair. over yes, that, so. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.